Hey, oh, party people. It's great to see you. Do not mind this episode where the world is just tossing us up signs and signals and there are frequent um, disruptions of this show because I can't even help it anymore. Come on. Uh, You'll understand what I'm talking about. But really, today we're talking about, you know, just not staying in your own shit because it's comfortable. And I realize that that's kind of a hard topic. But at some point, we're choosing to stay there because it's easier. And every time that we make that choice, that we lower that frequency, that we go back into that place, that lower energy, right? One, it's a choice. And two, we start to block ourselves from what's possible. And is it a choice? Yeah. Is it a hard choice? Absolutely. Because you're choosing discomfort. It's going to be uncomfortable to rebirth yourself, to go through a metamorphosis of self and then show up as that person and understand how to rebirth that person and understand when that person shows up and when they don't. And it's constant test and reflection and, and constant, like, how do I do this? And how do I show up? And who do I need to be? And every second that you walk through this life as this new person, people are testing it. People are maybe testing it because they want to test it, but also because the universe is like, test this person. Let's see how strong they are. Do they retreat? Do they show back up? Are they strong enough to weather this storm? Because I can give them bigger ones. I can give them bigger challenges. I can give them bigger opportunities if I can see how they hold up against this. Right? But you you have to choose. It is more comfortable to stay in your shit. It's warm. It's familiar. might smell a little bit, but at least you know that you're going to be in the comfort of the people around you. You're going to be in the comfort of knowing your own self. It is hard to choose a different path especially if you've been sitting in shit for a while, (laughs) especially if you've built up a network of shit storm, like it's comfy there. At least we're all here together. But like, you get to decide. You really do. Let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place and alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and 
talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Heyo, how are you? Looking great. Okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. It's the daily practice of how amazing you are. We're saying it out loud. We are saying it to ourselves. We're writing it in journals. We are just grounding ourselves in our greatness first and foremost. You can go ahead and sprinkle in some gratitude for how amazing your life is and watch your life elevate to higher heights. Just watch it saying. Okay. So my great thing is signs, universal signs, uh, God signs, whatever, 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 however, however you assign signs, here's the thing. Okay. So I don't ask for signs often anymore because I, the universe just is handing them to me. And so long as I'm receptive and open and paying attention and present, I get to receive them. The same goes for you. I am not some super spiritual being. Signs are happening all around us. People just aren't always in tune with themselves, with what they're asking for, and with nature to see these things appear. (laughs) Okay. So I haven't been asking for signs, but I've been feeling this shift. And this is not a lot different from last, I want to say October, when I started feeling and getting signs that were similar to this. And what's cool is life really from where I can see it, life really is just tests, the same test over and over and over again until you pass and level up. And so I'm feeling a similar feeling, a similar vibration to what I was feeling in the fall. And I realize that similar opportunities are presenting themselves again, all in line with the same things, all everything. And the biggest difference that I can see now is this deeper understanding of what the signs are, of reading the signs, of applying signs and understanding to what's being said, and then like making it so. And I, mm, okay, so I'll, I'll go ahead and just tell you what's been happening. <laughs> so last week, I start getting caterpillars. Caterpillars, right? And you're like, oh, well, it's summer. It's caterpillar time. Like, that's not crazy. But not like, oh, there's a caterpillar on my path. Like, oh, there's a caterpillar on my leg. Oh, there's a caterpillar on my sleeve. Oh, there's a caterpillar on my windshield. Like, what? So then when you think about caterpillars, you think of like this metamorphosis or this buildup for, right, like a new awakening, a new thing that's going to happen, this higher self, a metamorphosis, a change, right? And I tend to key in and pick up on like 
little things too. So I'm not just talking about like, oh, there's, there's a caterpillar. I'll like pick up and hear someone having a conversation about a caterpillar or someone will bring a caterpillar up or a caterpillar will appear in a book that we haven't read in a while. Like these things will keep happening for a while. And yesterday, and bright birds have always been a sign for me. And that's what's cool. It's like, you get to decide the signs. You also get to decide what they mean and what they're telling you. And then you assign that story to that sign. It's as simple as that. So yesterday, my mom had come over and like randomly started talking about a blue jay at her house. And I'm like, okay, okay, blue jay. Huh. And probably about two weeks ago, there were two blue jays that were in my tree when I was having a meeting with a friend. And then last night I got home from work, from working, and I find a baby blue jay in my yard. And then the mama blue jay is obviously like cowering around trying to just kill anyone coming up on said blue jay. But like, that's significant. So then, you know, like a good trusted spiritual soul, I go to Google to just find out more of what a blue jay could signify from a spiritual level. Like, what is this trying to tell me? So I'm going to read this to you. And then we're all going to be mind blown and paying attention to what signs we're getting and Googling it a lot more. And what I will tell you is that like there are really long explanations and everything can be a sign in a different way. So you have to decide where you're at and which piece of that you want to take. That's what's really cool about it. Okay, so this is this is what I found and this is what I take from that sign of the blue jay of that being kind of a revolving thing. So the blue jay as a messenger from spirit. Cool. Blue jays are often associated with renewal and fertility. As they tend to drop the seeds, they are hoarding for winter as often as they manage to store them. They are particularly fond of acorns, and many Celtic folk stories credit the blue jay with replanting the oak tree population in Europe thanks to the number of seeds they dropped. A blue jay sighting could mean that you're going through a period of renewal. Renewal or a very prosperous period financially, creatively, etc. Should a blue jay repeatedly appear outside your home or make its home near yours, which we have a baby blue jay, so I have an assumption that there is a blue jay home near ours. It could be a message from spirit that you're on the right path. Blue jays are fierce, curious, and tenacious. So one that continues to stay with you for some time is usually a sign that you are following your dreams and you should continue on as you are. Oh, okay. Gosh, that's, hmm. Yeah, that's super, super specific and very, very important with where I'm at right now. Um, because getting a sign like that is just proof to keep going. Like if you were ever questioning it and I've stopped questioning it, right? In January, we start building up. And so here's the difference. I was getting those same signs in October and I was still 
doubting it. And when I doubted it, you know, the universe still came for me. It still protected me. It was like, okay, she didn't pass. And then it tossed up this opportunity that was like, okay, this isn't what you want, but this is going to help you through this time until you've gained enough tools to hopefully pass this test in the future. And we'll guide you back to that place too. And guess what? It absolutely did right? I had this opportunity. It was really cool job opportunity that sort of just all played out right in that moment. And it was like, you know, had that not happened, I think I would have chased the wrong thing for me. And I would have chased it too hard. And it probably wouldn't have ended up resulting in anything that I wanted. And I had had multiple people presenting opportunities right then. And luckily, I knew enough to ask myself if that was right and the right time, and it wasn't. And I think that I would have ended up chasing things that I would have been exhausted of and that wouldn't have been serving me the way that I was asking to be served and come up in this world. Not that they weren't amazing opportunities, just that they weren't really aligned with where I wanted to go. So it had to be a pass. So then this other opportunity presents itself and we like ride that out. Okay, we're going to do this. Cool. This, I see how this could play out. And then all of a sudden I'm getting similar signs that I got in October that was like, okay, the buildup, like this is going to happen. This is happening. And this time it's like, instead of doubting that and being like, no, this is too good, right? I'm, I'm asking questions. I'm finding people who can help take us there. I'm getting more opportunities that get me closer to that place. And it doesn't come from doubting it, right? And when I doubted it, when that was my energy, when I passed on things, when I didn't do the things that I knew were in alignment, when I doubted it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but I don't see how this happens. I questioned the path. I questioned the reality that could happen. And so the universe was like, okay, girl, you didn't pass. It's okay. Here, let us give you this. This is going to help you through how we prepare you to pass this test again. It'll come back. And so now that it's back and we're being dealt up signs, it's sort of like, okay, so how do we pass from here? And I know one of the biggest mental blocks was believing this reality, believing this as true and real for my life. That's not something to be joked around about. Like you can listen to this podcast and you can go, oh my gosh, one, this girl is certainly crazy. You're not wrong. I am. But two, you can go, oh my gosh. She's living in some sort of fairy tale world. This isn't real. It is real. Real is according to assignment. So what do you believe is real? What do you want to write as your story? You absolutely have that power. You have the power to choose to believe whatever it is you want to believe. You have the power to control that narrative. You have the power to write and assign your own story true to how the world works. If there wasn't storytelling, if there weren't someone to create a narrative around any given thing, it isn't a thing. Pictures are just pictures if there's no story. If you don't know who that is, 
It holds no depth. And the same goes with your life. If you want to believe that it's real, that it's for you, that this is what you're supposed to do, you get to write that narrative. And it is as simple and complicated as that. The complicated part is that every single inch of your being is probably fighting that. And it's easier to stay exactly where you are and not take on this new birth, right? Because I've been describing that. Does that sound easy? Does it sound easy to come home from every meeting and like love yourself there, but be constantly like thinking through every single word that was spoken, that you spoke, that other people spoke to you, interpreting those energies, interpreting how the flow of that went. And maybe I'm obsessive and I absolutely am. But it's hard work to rebirth a human being, to become something bigger than what you were before. And you have to show up and choose that again and again and again. And the more that you are willing to do that work and to commit to the rebirth of a person, the better off you're going to be. And the sooner that you will get there. So that's my great thing. Go ahead, ground yourself in all your greatness. Just friggin' do it. I don't want to keep telling you to do this. If you don't want to do it, then you don't really want to change your life because it's that simple and that's what's annoying. Literally, that's what's annoying. That's it. Uh, Okay, so (laughs) this brings us to the perfect topic for today, which is like choosing to stay. Choosing to stay. I remember when I started on this journey, it was like, you, I'm tired of being miserable and I don't know how to get happy and I don't know what book you need to read or what pill you need to take, but I want to get there. I want to get there. I don't want to suffer in these manic states of existence. I don't want to suffer in my own anger. I want to live in the vibration I know I deserve and I know I'm capable of achieving because I have felt that enlightenment before. I know who that person is, but I have gone so astray from her that I don't even know how to become her. And there are are these moments when you go on this like transitional path to your higher being, to reconnecting with your true soul and self, that there comes a a point where you're going to have to choose. And what I, what I want to tell you is you're, you're not alone. (laughs) You're, not alone in feeling lost in this life. You're not alone in feeling exhausted and hurt by the life that you've created. You're not alone in feeling miserable more days than not. I promise you, you're not alone. And there are plenty of people out there faking happiness. And so it's hard right? Because you're going, oh, no, 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 they're happy. No, no, they probably aren't. And the unfortunate part of this reality is that we hide it, right? We're like, oh, I listen to this podcast, but like, oh, 
Nobody should know that because I'd hate for anyone to know that I got my life wrong or that I don't feel satisfied because I absolutely should or I absolutely shouldn't. But like, if I'm going to go ahead and claim a stake in the ground that says that I'm I'm doing this, that I acknowledge that my dreams have died, that I acknowledge that I went down the wrong path, then I'm therefore going to be held accountable for showing up and changing. And I don't know that I want that responsibility. And I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That is a heavy cross to carry. That is a big burden. Right? Because the second that you claim that, that you want better, that you want to do better, that you want to change, that you want to be happy, all of a sudden people go ahead and mark that as judgment. Right? Or you claim, (laughs) I won't say this specifically, or you stupidly and boldly go ahead and write a claim on socials that you're going to be this thing. And then people go ahead and fill that thought with negative energy, right? Like, oh, they could never be that or blah, 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 blah. And until you're strong enough to not absorb that energy, we aren't really going to overcome anything. And the way that we grow in our energetic depth, in our ability to repel those things, or not even repel them, but really not let them penetrate us is through that grounding process, is through beating these tests, is through knowing when we've been outmatched. And then retreating, reviewing, understanding, coming back, reading, writing, researching, understanding how to regain our energetic self, understanding when we've been beat, when we need to remove and retreat, and then coming back because it'll be tested again. You may not have won this time, but your job at that point is to come back in and strengthen what you have, right? And take it in and listen. And then arm yourself. But the, the biggest problem is that it's, it's a choice. Misery is a choice. When I started this show, I was in and out of deep fits of craziness. Like, I was so angry all the time. And like a happy angry. Like, she's still smiling and she jokes all the time, so she's happy, right? But it was like spiteful. Oh, hi, Blue Jay just right outside my podcast studio here. Good morning to you, good old Blue Jay. Okay, that's not weird or completely divine. It's perfectly timed and beautiful. Okay, so quit distracting me, Blue Jay, but I'm here for you. Okay, so what what is it then? What pushes you past this point? What pushes you outside that comfort zone? Because absolutely, Absolutely. Staying where you are is easier. You know who this person is. You know how they operate in this world. And even if it's miserable, at least you know this person. And that's the problem. We spend so many years in misery, we don't even remember what it feels like to actually be happy. And I can tell you from my own writing back 
to happiness or writing back to fullness and alignment is like, even when you get that, it's almost overwhelming because you haven't felt it for so long. It feels so good. Then you want to just stay there and you want to like take notes of everything that happened and everything that day that led up to that moment. And you can't, right? And you're like, how do I get that back? How do I get that back? You just have to keep choosing and know that you're you're divinely entitled to feel that. This isn't like some chance one-off thing that's going to happen to you. If you continue to choose this path and you continue to get back up and choose yourself over your misery, you are going to get there. No question. Even if you keep coming back to this podcast, even if you're like, geez, this lady, I don't even know if she's helping, but hopefully the majority of it is just helping you stay on track to keep showing up for yourself, to keep asking the questions, to keep pushing yourself for more. Even if you don't know what that is, you don't have to have that figured out. The universe is going to tell you and it's going to guide you and it's going to take things off of the table that you were like, oh, really? I thought it was that. Mm, Okay. Right. That's, you don't have to worry. Like the timing is all divine. Everything that you want, the universe wants to give to you. So like your only job is to put it out there and know that it's meant for you. And once we start to get into that energy space where we're walking with confidence, right? And so we started the podcast with me talking about the last time that I got these signs. I was still doubting it. Now it's like, I know that it's meant for me. And here is why. And here are all the things that are working in relativity to that thing happening. But a lot of us just doubt. And honestly, <laughs> when we get to those moments, just like I did the last time that I was tested, I was I retreated. I was like, no, 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 that's uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know how to be this person right? How do I walk in life knowing that this is destined for me and standing confidently and standing with correct energy all the time? How do I go into meetings like that? How do I not retreat and take on the energetic value that someone is giving me? How do I stand strong in my own truth? How do I walk into places knowing that this is destined for me? And so even if you say no, really that door closed means that there are 12 more opening for me. That wasn't the right door. But my job is to keep walking and not questioning the path to know that no matter what path we take, the gold is at the end of the rainbow because I asked for the gold, because I asked for the rainbow, because I've asked this place to give me this, to do this for me, because that's what I want. That's what's in alignment with me. And the universe is like giving you all these signs and it's telling you all these things. And sometimes we just, we choose to stay where we are. Right? And I can't tell. And I want to know more about that. But why do we choose that? And I think it's just comfort. You know, even if you stay in your shit, at least it's warm. (laughs) At least it's shelter. I don't know. It's a diaper. At least it's close to me and I know it and it's familiar, even though it's gross and it's stinky and no one really wants to stay in their shit. But eh, misery loves company. 
At least I know the people in their shit. And we can all just stay and play in our shit together. Yay! Shit party, let's go! Right? It's so hard to reinvent yourself because you're essentially choosing the harder path. You're going to have to completely recreate and disconnect and like find and follow, find new people, find new sources of energy, remove yourself from some people who aren't serving you anymore. Stop wasting your time trying to save people because you are the only one capable of saving yourself. And that's what gets hard because it's like once you save yourself, you're like, oh no, I could save someone. I don't want them to stay in their own shit. I can see them. I can see them wallowing in it. I can see it. I'm standing from all the way up here. I'm looking in and I'm like, I saved myself. This is how I did it. I can save them. You can't save them. No matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you want to, you can't do it. You can't. Because in order to save them, you have to lower your frequency to understand where they're at. And your energetic value lowers when you go back. And if we're lowering our energetic value, we start receiving that. And so if we're dropping up and down, up and down, up and down, We aren't any good to anyone, right? And so here's the thing. You have a choice every day when you wake up. Do you want to be the best version of yourself today? Do you want to believe that the dreams that you have are absolutely capable of coming true? Or do you want to sit here, speak, and think disbelief into those things because you're questioning your own strength, your own ability, your own destiny? Because I'm just going to say, and I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it, that if you can think it, it is, it is impossible for you to think something that you are not capable of achieving. It's impossible. It wouldn't even be put into your brain. Wouldn't. Period. And so then if you can physically write it down, physically bring it into existence, whether you're writing it, you're typing it, you're putting it somewhere, that's like another level. Right? And then... <laughs> okay. The Blue Jay has gotten closer. It is now right on the, like, veranda. <laughs> Or my little deck that's right off of my office. Hey, Blue Jay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I see you. I see you. I hear you. I'm, I'm here for you. But really, if, if you can even think it or see it or be it, there's no reason that you can't be it. But you are going to have to make a choice because there's a possibility that the energetic value that you're putting into this thing isn't matching where you need to be. And so you're going to have to continue to review and reflect when did energy drop? When did I take on the energy of someone else? When am I not matching that? How am I mentally strong enough to bring this into picture? And for me, you know, with everything that happened for me back in October, I would have missed out 
on this huge awakening and understanding of the energies and frequencies and all of these things. And right, we wouldn't have really grown to where we needed to grow to in order for me to understand how I was holding my own self back. Because of what I was willingly speaking into existence, and even if it was just background noise, it was still there. But bottom line, I had to choose to get better anyways, even though I was like, curse you. Really? You're not going to let it happen. Cool. It's so awesome that everybody else gets everything that they want and that I just have to stand here and suffer. That's so cool, right? Then now it's like, okay, right? Even the longer that it takes when you really think about how kind of it's similar to compound interest. It's like the bigger the build, right? Even if it's small, as long as you're consistent, there's no question that there's going to be a major payoff over time. There really isn't. And so go ahead and apply that to anything that you want to do. You know, like at this point, we're almost to 500 episodes of this podcast. And so if even one person grabs hold of it and listens to every episode, that's 500 downloads per person, right? Madness. So if this takes off even a little bit, we've built something huge, bigger than you could really ever imagine. And so that's what I want to tell you is like, you know what it is, you know how to get there, but you are going to have to choose to keep showing up and questioning whether or not you are choosing to stay in your own shit because it's comfortable. Period. And yes, I had to swear at you today and I'm not sorry. But like, are you choosing to just stay there? Because you know how? As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, you've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real listeners go to get the inside track. Because we have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app, which actually helps with all of those things. Focus, relaxation, creativity, like I utilize it in so many different ways and I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show because Music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly kind of coming up 
it helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. <laughs> it also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning. I noticed that the general frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of leveled. And we all just experience this common calmness in all those instances where in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs, it leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. See if you like it. See if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, <laughs> but if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. I will have the link in the show notes every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at the death of a dream that's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there and then Hannah Ness on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast, um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.